What's up? It's Delaney, and I'd love to invite you to become an honorary co-host of the Self-Helpless Podcast. Do you want to pick episode topics and guests? Done. Want to surprise your loved ones with shout-outs on the show for a birthday, project launch, a much-needed divorce? Whatever you're up to, would love to be a part of the celebration. Get your favorite and least favorite quotes featured on the podcast, submit questions for our special guests, and find lots more new features and surprises at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. You'll also get added to our patron insider email list to easily redeem rewards via a quick email reply because we know hanging out on Patreon isn't everyone's thing. You can also opt out of emails if you prefer to be a silent supporter of the show. And don't worry, we do not Scrooge McDuck these contributions. 100% of proceeds go directly to operating expenses that make this weekly podcast possible and available to all. Learn more at patreon.com selfhelpless or simply click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for helping me fill the void of being the last standing host of the Self Helpless Podcast. Thank you so much. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the last episode of Self Helpless of 2019. Whoa! I'm, I'm Kelsey Cook. I'm Delaney Fisher, sorry. <laughs> and I'm Taylor Tomlinson. <laughs> you know how long we've been doing this podcast. I'm staring you straight in the eyes. You're looking at me like you think we're going to have tea or something. I'm like, bitch, say your name. <laughs> say my name. Say my name. Oh, right, uh, you guys. We're 15 people away from our 500 person Patreon goal. Yes! That's, that's so pretty close. Exciting. very exciting. Oh, Tomorrow. Uh, this records as a New Year's Eve, so perfect yeah. timing to make yeah. some goals and resolutions. Absolutely. Yes. Join Patreon if you want more self-helpless. Yeah. When we reach 500, we're doing a live stream Q&A exclusively for our patrons. Yes. Very excited so for that. Very cool. Uh, we have a, a quotable buffet. Yes. It's exciting. We uh, we've got one from C.S. Lewis. There are far, far better things ahead than any we leave behind. I like that. Oh. That is a nice one. That's like a nice that. thing. Yeah. yeah. I try nice. to think of that whenever something's ending or, you know, you feel like you're losing something. You go, okay, well, this is making room yeah. for something better. I like it. Yeah. I sure, like for it. For sure. Yes. The next one from Oprah Winfrey. Year's end is neither an end nor a beginning, but a going on with all the wisdom that experience can instill in us. Cheers to a new year and another chance for us to get it right. Oh, oh God, I love cheers Oprah. to you, Oprah. I love yeah. Oprah. Seriously, <laughs> I've been in love with Oprah since I was like 10 years old. Like, yeah. she is my queen. She is. <laughs> I, I want her, her to be president. Oh, gosh. Uh, George Eliot said, it's never too late to be what you might have been. Oh. I love that one. Oh, that's a good one. That that's is so great. Oh, one. it's a good one. How have we not said oh. that yet? I know. I can't believe oh. we haven't said that. That's you guys, like a- this reminds me of that one I love where it's like, if you're worried about how old you're going to 
be when you do that thing, you're going to be the same age if you don't. Or yes. something like yes. that. Oh, that really <laughs> strikes you. I right? love that oh, one. it's so good. It's in the artist way. Uh, and then our last quotable, again, we love the Dalai Lama. Always got those good, good quotes. Once a year, go someplace you've never been before. That's just good advice. Yeah. Sure is. That is. I like that. That is. Yeah. So uh, we're doing our annual year wrap-up episode. Because we did this last year as well. Right? I think yeah, we so. Did. I always well, feel we like... did like a resolution episode of something, yeah. perhaps. Which I was just saying last episode, I cannot believe that this year is done. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, I got I sh- I should have listened to our resolutions episode to see if I did any of this shit. Oh <laughs> my gosh, we should have. I, I oh, did sh- not. Maybe we'll do that for the next episode as like the yeah. start of the year. We'll check in and be like, okay, Yo, that's a good did idea. We do yeah. it. Yeah. I have a feeling like I didn't. I probably didn't. Hmm. It was probably managed my workaholism, and instead I started two more businesses. <laughs> like, oh, seriously? Uh, yeah. I'm like, I'm going to travel less, and now I'm, I've am i been home like six days this month. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we have some studies uh, on New Year's resolutions. Uh, studies have shown that less than 25% of people actually stay committed to their resolutions 30 days after making them, mm-hmm. and only 8% accomplish them. Yeah, dude. So, <laughs> you know, if you failed, you're not alone. Yes. Uh, in a survey of over 1,000 people in the U.S. asking, what are your New Year's resolutions? 53% said save money. 45% said lose weight. I can't believe lose weight isn't first. I was just going to say mm. that. That is, I know save it's not far money. behind. I never even think that. <laughs> I know. I, mean, I think make more money. Yes. Save yeah. money. Save money. Yeah. Uh, 20, <laughs> 25% said <laughs> have little. more sex. 24% said travel more. 23% said read more books. Nerds. Bam. <laughs> 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 22% said learn a new skill. 21% buy a house. 16% quit smoking. And 15% find love. Wow, that's like oh. the lowest one. I can't believe find cute. love is the lowest percentage. Yeah, below reading books. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Seriously. Like, wow. Don't you think find love is kind of a strange resolution to make? Because sometimes that feels a little bit out of your control. I guess Sometimes, every you know. year, every year that we are all together um, at my grandparents, we've done that. We maybe done this like three years. Um, my sisters and I have done this thing where I think I think my mom used to do it when she was younger with my grandparents and stuff. Um, where we get like a, a jar and we all write down predictions about other people, not about us, but about other people. Oh, that's cool. Um, oh, I actually think some of them are about yourself. Um, and then you put them in the jar and then the next year you open them all up and oh. you see like what came true and stuff, that's which is really fun. Cool. Yeah. I like I know that. one year, maybe it was, it was probably, it was probably last year. Cause I think someone had written like Taylor's in like a really great relationship or something like that. Yeah. And so oh. I was like, sent it to my boyfriend at the time. It was like, it is um cut to this year no i'm joking uh still in a nice relationship different one and uh just swapped it out just yeah. swapped it out we're fine um but uh yeah no there it's cool to see like what came true and like one year was like taylor sold a show it was a year i sold a show it didn't get made but like things like oh that God, it's just so cool. cool yeah Very it cool. is a fun thing to do so if you I like that idea. yeah if you want we should maybe well it's, we should all do it and make predictions about each other that's oh my god that would be neat yeah wouldn't that be fun very cool i, like I love that. that i love that a lot yeah all right I like it a lot i like it a lot 
Um, so on this episode, we're going to be covering five questions you should ask yourself at the end of each year to make the next one even better. So number one, what goal did you set for yourself this year? And if you didn't accomplish it, why not? Uh, have you ever said next year is going to be different, but then not follow through? Many people are, are guilty of this. Think about some of the goals you set for yourself at the beginning of this past year. If you didn't achieve them, how come? Hmm. Uh, (laughs) I'm, I, gosh, I need to know what my, what I said last year. And I bet it was probably like, manage my workaholism, you know, all of those things. I actually, one of the things I think I probably wanted to like strengthen some, some of my, like my uh, personal relationships that I had not been like Mm -hmm. tending to. And Uh I did do that this year. And I think that's like one of the things I'm most proud of. Yeah. that That I actually followed through and did that. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I, I'm trying to remember, I think mine was like set better boundaries. Yes. Like be better about that. I think I do continue to get better at doing that. Um, and I can't remember if I made specific concrete goals, like in terms of do another late night set or whatever. Um, but I know I said become a better comedian. And I do feel like by the end of this year, I'm a better comedian than I was a year ago. And that yes. always feels good. And I did do another late night set. Yeah. It just airs next year, but I taped it this year. So that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't feel like I accomplished the things I wanted to accomplish. Yeah, I mean, I think one of mine was to travel less, um, which I did for like the first five months of mm-hmm. the year, and then it kind of ramped up again. Right, um, That's a good chunk of time, though, to have like been keeping on it. It is a good chunk of time, and I do think getting on the right medications was mm-hmm. one of them for sure. And uh, I tried at the beginning of the year, and then they didn't work out. And then there was, you know, a six-month stretch where I was just like, everything's going to be fine. I don't need it. And now I feel like, um, you know, I'm still tinkering with it. But now I feel like I am. And so it did happen just under the wire. I mean, not even just under the wire because I got on them in, like, August. Yeah. So. But you're feeling like they're working. Yeah. August feels like such a long time ago. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's a big one. Um, And then, yeah, I think I made general goals about – career stuff like we talked about this on our last episode we just recorded um for girl stop apologizing we just recorded that episode before this one and um we were talking about setting like intentions and not putting a deadline on on specific goals that you don't get like too down on yourself if you don't do them within the year Mm -hmm. um but i do think the beginning of last year was the first time that I wrote down like an hour special on netflix that's really not but i was i was fully like you know thinking like I wanted the half hour this year and then I wanted an hour like in a few years. Right. I thought like 28. That's what I was thinking. Like 28 to 30. Yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah. And so I do think there's something to just like putting it out there. That's cool. Because you're just thinking that way. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. So yeah. That encourages me to like not be afraid to make specific goals. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I think what if we set resolutions in – January and on January episode, then I had just left my day job. So chances are, I was probably like, I don't trust any of this yet. Yeah. So maybe my yeah. resolution should be like trusting that I will continue to make money off my own business and all that type of stuff. And so you know, a year's gone by and I trust it more, not completely because I'm still, you know, it's still new and I'm still like nervous about everything. But at least I have like a year's worth of evidence to like, yeah. okay, I did, I did the thing. You yeah. definitely changed. I like, I remember right when you left it, you were pretty freaked out. Yeah. About like, I don't know. Like, I hope this works out, but I just don't know for sure. And I feel like I hardly ever hear you say that anymore. Yeah. yeah. Because like 
kind of the proof is in the pudding. Like you've been so successful mm-hmm. in this year yeah. doing it. So it's like, Thank yeah, you. I think I've just like, you know what? I'll figure it out. If it does, if it does, you know, not work out the way I want, then I'll, I would just figure it out. I'd get a job or I'd yeah. you know, do something yeah. part time or I'd something. It is amazing yeah. how quickly things can change for yeah. you. And I think it's important to remember that when things aren't great too, because when things change for the worse very quickly, it is very jarring, but you got to remember like, oh, things can turn around just as quickly. Yeah, I mean, that's a nice mm-hmm. way to look at it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I've, that's like the biggest thing I've learned this year, I think yeah. is like, yes, bad things can happen very quickly. And I think I had a lot of fear at the beginning of last year about like bad things happening. And I still do, but I think, you know, when you go through like painful things that you were afraid of happening and they do happen, there is like a strength in that of like, Oh, I can, I can kind of get through anything and being afraid of all these things doesn't mean they're not going to happen. Yeah. It just means you're going to spend a lot of time afraid of them before they do. Um, I felt that way after the Brazilian waxing. <laughs> get, I got through that. Yeah. Talking, I'll pop a kid out. How much worse can it be? Oh my gosh, seriously? How funny? You like have a kid, they're like, are you okay? You're like, this was nothing compared to sugaring. <laughs> you don't know where I You been. have no idea. I almost complained to my mom about how painful it was. And I was like, I tore her vagina with my body. So I, she probably doesn't want to hear about it. <laughs> That's oh, really God. funny. Um, All right. So we move on to number two. Yeah. So the second question, where did the majority of your time time go think of time as an investment you have 24 hours in a day and wherever you choose to invest those hours you will see a return if you invest your time in beneficial things reading practicing your craft working out etc you will get smarter or get better at what you do etc if you invest your time in things that aren't beneficial for you like hanging out with negative people or binge watching netflix every weekend then you will see your investment give you a return there as well you will probably become more negative or you might adopt poor time management habits in order to move forward with any goal or project you have to be extremely aware of how you spend or invest your time so this past year where did the majority of your time go and was it time well spent i really like this question (sighs) that's a really good time as investment you know what i the thing that came to mind first that makes me so grossed out is i feel like it was to social media yeah yeah just like on a day-to-day basis right obviously like doing stand-up for a living a lot of your time is invested in that. But it's weird because your time on stage is actually so small. Yeah. I know that like writing and getting to the gig and all that stuff. Oh, sorry, my nose is running. Um, but I feel like I am on social media so much every day, which has had a positive impact in certain ways. Mm-hmm. Like if your following grows, I've had, I've had really cool opportunities where like I've gotten to stay at hotels on the road for free in exchange for like, you know, giving them a shout out on my social media, which is yeah. like, that's positively impacting my ability to travel and, and my finances. Right. Um, and it's cool to have like your comedy reach more people and all that stuff. Yeah. But also social media can have a very negative impact as well on your mental health. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I do feel a difference when I don't pay attention to social media. Like I haven't posted in like a week and a half, which How do is you pretty feel? long for me. I feel pretty good. Mm. And I What happens of- to your numbers when you do that? Nothing. They go up, they go down. They don't do anything. I mean, I've they've been going up, but not like Dramatic any differently. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Like I'll get new followers, but yeah. you know, mm-hmm. sometimes if I post too much, I lose followers. Yeah, more so than posting too little. Yeah, I think. yeah. Um, 
yeah, I think I feel, I think I tend to feel better when I don't sure. post as much. I'm sure. You, it yeah. It takes a lot of mental energy to just plan oh, posts so and be like, then you're always checking. And like, if you don't post for a while, you don't have anything to check. Mm. And I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah. Is, like I haven't, it's I have a slot machine. Yeah. I haven't posted in a week and a half. So I'm like, well, I don't need to check that app because there are no notifications yeah. that I feel strongly about checking. I mean, I've, yeah. I guess I've been on Twitter, but not on Instagram. Mm. And Instagram's the one that'll suck me in the longest. <sighs> right. Jesus, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the most time I've spent, I probably working. I think that's the thing that's been the, the yeah. If yeah. I had my pie chart in front of me, I think work would be a big part of it. I think mm. I, it's also because I had just started a new business. And so as like a new business owner, entrepreneur, whatever, I was working really, really long hours, more so than I was at my corporate job to make sure <laughs> everything yeah. would run smoothly and all that stuff. Um, but I think I'm in a much more balanced place now where I like basically have normal nine to five hours that I've kind of given myself yeah. um, with more breaks and more flexibility. So I think I'm in a better position than I was at the beginning of the year where it felt very off, uh, off balance. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I like that question a lot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number three, who did you spend the most time with? Oh, the way we develop as human beings is in a room of mirrors. We sculpt ourselves based on the interactions we have with other people. Some people challenge us in good ways and we grow positively. Others tear us down. Some encourage, some discourage, some amplify fear, some dissolve it. Who you spend your time with is as important as how you are spending your time because the two go hand in hand. You need to surround yourself with like-minded people before the new year begins. Check your circle. And if it's not helping you, it's time to move on. Hmm. Ooh, I love that question. I think yeah. it's nice to like be asked that every now and again. Yeah, I think we get right. like comfortable in certain relationships and like friendships and stuff. And you're like, hmm. Is this like the right person to have in my life as a friend still? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, um, who do you guys feel like you spend the most time with? Cam. Yeah. Spent the most time with Cam and Maverick. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I think I really saw my friends and family more this year, which is, which I think was probably one of my resolutions that I stuck with. Yeah. You did a good job of that. I like went out of my way, made an effort more so than I have any other year to do that and I and I was able to because of my new schedule working from home and making my own hours so yeah I was able to like go up at you know 3 p.m to see my little sister's softball game or what you know stuff that I wasn't yeah. able to do w- with my corporate job so I think I, I'm really happy with who I spent my time with that's awesome this year, I would say yeah. how yeah. about you Tay yeah I think I made I think I made an effort I'm pretty good about not spending time with people who aren't important to me um, I think once I, uh, called off my engagement and went through my breakup, I put a lot of time into like fostering friendships within like the comedy community mm-hmm. that I just didn't have time for before. Cause it was all mm-hmm. going to my relationship, which I don't regret doing. I, yeah. you know, I'm, yeah. that's what I want to do in a relationship. Um, and I do feel like it was a good use of my time, even though it didn't work out. Yeah. Um, but I do think. I am still trying to make enough time for like, it's just hard to schedule. I mean, it's hard enough for the three of us to schedule yeah. to podcast. And then right. anytime we all hang out in any way, we're like, oh, this is nice. <laughs> yeah. You know? And yeah. like my, I would love to see my sisters more and it's just hard to see them. Like, the holidays are nice because it's an excuse for everybody to get together. But like now everybody has very serious partners. And so like everyone's partners were over for Thanksgiving and it just changes the dynamic and it, it gets harder and harder 
to see the people you care about um, as you get older and busier. So I think um, I want to be better about that this next year for sure. Just about scheduling time far in advance as opposed to like, hey, what are you doing this week? Like, can we figure out like really going out of your way? Yeah. Yeah, To make sure. Yeah. You see people. For sure. Well, especially with our schedules where we're like, we know so far in advance when we work, like if you don't make time to just be like, I'm scheduling this weekend as I'm going to do this thing with my friends or I'm going to go on this Mm -hmm. vacation with my boyfriend, like it will get filled with work. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. It just will. It has to be like, you have to like already book airfare and hotel. So you like can't like wiggle out of it. Yeah. Because I've done that where I like plan a trip with friends from home and then I get offered something and I'm like, fuck yeah i want i'm like close to wiggling out but i'm like you know what no i want to do this i already have like i've spent the money to get there and do it so i'm not gonna back out and i'm oh i'm i'm never like oh i regret doing that trip with my friends because i could have been like working a club that weekend i'm always like oh this was absolutely the right thing to do yeah Mm. and it's always i think it's good um to ask yourself this even maybe more than once a year, because I think especially friendships, like you can outgrow friendships yeah, and people can be great for like a season in your life or a chapter or mm-hmm. a time and not everybody's supposed to be forever. So it's good to be constantly checking in with yourself and going, okay, is this relationship still serving me? Whether it's friends, romantic, right. whatever it is, right. um, as opposed to just kind of like trudging along until you go well i don't even want to see this person anymore yeah you know i loved your joke last night about like parents are like an ex-boyfriend oh yeah (laughs) yeah you don't have to do it if you don't want to know the joke i did i posted it on twitter and i i've done it on stage maybe like five times maybe six and like there were two times that it didn't it didn't really work that well. And then, but the majority of the time it is working, but it's a new one, right? So like at this point, my parents are like an ex-boyfriend. Like they were what I needed at that time in my life, <laughs> but now it's best. We don't speak. I love that. It's yeah. so it's really good. relatable and true. Yeah. It's so funny. That's how I feel about them. I'm like, you were so, you have served your purpose. Right. You so said me. relatable. And yeah. yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Um, I definitely spent the most time with Kane, which I think is like pretty like duh when yeah. you live with that person and they're your husband. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um but I'd say you guys are the people I spent mm-hmm. the second most time with. Yeah. Yeah. Which I love. And yeah, I do feel like you went on a good amount of trips with like friends from home and stuff. I you did. did a great job of that. Yeah. I think that was probably part of my resolutions from last year as well, was to like continue that trend from the previous year was like really make that a priority and i'm always happy when i do mm-hmm. like fills me up so much i love i'm about to do that my my best friend by the time this comes out she will have had her baby we're oh. about to go see her oh, i'm so snap. excited and That's yeah awesome. it's just important it makes me it also makes me like continue to love stand up and not feel burnt out yes because it just like totally replenishes me to do that yeah my first like high school friend this year also had a baby mm-hmm. um and it was so 
fucking cool to say. And your best friend yeah, had a baby. Like, it's yeah. cool to see your friends become moms. Yeah. And just step into that role and be like, oh my gosh, like, you're keeping something alive now? I like, know. that's nuts. I know. I became a godmother this year. Yeah. That's so exciting. McKenna. McKenna's my goddaughter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's, she's so cute. Oh my God. She's like the cutest baby. Like, Perfect baby little Gerber baby. Seen in my life. She is. Yeah. Just an angel. Yeah, yeah. She's I love her so much. Um, I don't and, want one. <laughs> uh, okay. The next question, number four: uh, Are you in love with the idea of something, or are you in love with the process? Mm. Oh, yep. Good question. That is a great question. Don't fall in love with the idea of something. Fall in love with the process it takes to get there. The truth is, chasing the end of a path is what leads so many astray, and the ones that actually reach the prize end don't see it as an end because they are so in love with the process. Yeah. A lot of people want to be a professional this or a famous that, but is it the idea of that title or status that drives you, or the love of the craft in the first place? If you want to do something great in life, look for the latter. Look for the thing you would do even if no one was watching, even if no one validated you for it. That's the path that will carry you the furthest. Whew. That is so good. That's so So true. I love that. That's where I I was with stand-up. Yeah. The idea of some of it was really cool, and I hated every almost every second of it, except for a very, very small percentage. And I realized, wait a minute, I'm not doing this for the right reasons. Yeah. You know? Yeah. This was this was how I felt in school because um, my parents were really strict and they had me like get straight A's no matter what. And I remember thinking every time I got the the report card that had all A's on it, I was like, this was not worth it. Like yeah. oh. this did not feel worth all of the pain I endured to get here. Yeah. yeah. Um, as opposed to, you know, having a few B's or something. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, mm-hmm. this was not good enough. And I'm... I think you could feel that way about doing something like doing the Netflix special. I mean, that the Netflix special was a day. That was one day. Yeah. And if I had just been the type of person who's like, I need a Netflix special, but I hated stand up and I oh, hated yeah. performing and like oh, hated doing the miserable. road, I'd be what miserable. Yeah. And I would have, I think, crashed harder afterward. But I'm like, and now I'm enjoying the process of building a new hour, even though it's hard as fuck yeah. it's yeah. like so stressful to have to write new material and be kind of on a deadline and like not feel funny all the time but like i've been really loving like sitting down at my desk every day for hours and just like trying to yeah figure out what else to say and what else to talk about and i That's do great. think there are a lot of people in this business especially and i mean in any job like people who want to be a lawyer or a doctor because they like the idea of being that and then yeah. they get there and they're like, I'm miserable. I don't even like this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think especially like if you're, if you were an overachiever growing up, like so many of us have talked about and shared, um, you get it, you kind of get addicted to that, like trophy or the, you know, the certificate. But like you said, it was like, what that I would, didn't even enjoy it. And I just was like miserable this whole time. Just so I have a f- another trophy in my room. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, I've it's had to like, empty. I've had to realize that too, where I think I've taken on pressure to achieve and accomplish from like other people, you know, mm-hmm. like we were kind of talking about this, um, last episode 
and uh, realizing like, hey, it's okay. Like, if it's okay if you get B's and C's and you don't kill. I wish I could go back and not kill myself over A's and extra credit and A pluses. I wish I would have had more fun. And uh, I think recently my parents were saying, hey, you should talk to my, I have three younger siblings. Oh, you should talk to the kids about like, you know, getting better at their homework or doing this. And like, honestly, I don't know what I would tell them. I don't think I would tell them to do what I did. I think I'd be like, yo, just calm down. C plus B is fine. Yeah. You know, and yeah. just enjoy your time, relax, go do some yoga in the backyard or something. Don't yeah. don't try to get straight A's if it's really affecting your mental health and your well being and you're yeah. burnt out. Like I don't think I would I don't think I would do it the same. I'm I'm glad I did because I know what I know what I'm like capable of, but mm-hmm. I don't think I would do that. I think it was a really unhealthy pattern to get into, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this year marked um, 10 years of doing stand-up for me, which is oh like my gosh, such wow. a crazy like time to really look back and evaluate and be like, wow, to do 10 years of anything is strange. Yeah. Um, and I was really happy to go, oh, wow, I still really love doing this. Mm-hmm. This is a good time to check in and be like, how do you feel about this? Yeah. Do you only care about the product? And I really still love just doing it and like writing. And I still get excited when, you know, I write a new joke. and I'm like, oh, I hope people like this because I'm excited to tell it. Like, it's so yeah. nice to still feel that way about it. Yeah. And that's what makes me know always that like I'm still doing the right thing. So. Dude, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm so glad. I'm yeah. so glad that you guys freaking love it. Is it your 10 year too? Are you guys? Uh, I used technically started next year. Like, I guess technically from like the first, like from the first time I, it'll be 10 years like in the spring. Oh my God. Yeah. It's a cool all, feeling. all started stand up around the, I mean, I didn't, but you guys started stand up <laughs> around the same time and now we're all together. I know. <laughs> Isn't that fun? I mean, I was in high school, so it's like the first couple years, like. <laughs> You know, I wasn't going. But that's like for everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, maybe the exception of like you know Hannah. We were talking about these like really amazing comics that are just coming up and like starting really going hard right away. I know Ron Funch is like he was going up every night when he started because he had a kid and he's like this has I have to make this my job. Oh wow! So I think some people start really hardcore. Wow. But yeah, like I I don't know. I used to feel insecure about saying like oh I started when I was sixteen because it's like but not really. And it's like mm, people get like I've been everybody has. I went up yeah. doing like this. once a month for the first year. Yeah, so yeah it's like, same. Exactly. Do you count that? I just, if you can't get into the semantics. I'm like, I started at this time and that's when I'm going by. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Whatever. It's yeah. fine and everybody has different, you know, it's whatever. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the, the, on that same note, um, the process, part of the process is like immersing yourself in the community of whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. And like, I think I've really, um, put that on the back burner up until this point because I was just so anxious and I think part of enjoying the process is like getting to know other comedians and being around and like being more a part of it and I think I was so focused on like becoming a certain type of comedian or reaching a certain level and at a certain point I did and then I forgot to look around and be like oh I should like say hi to some people (laughs) you know what I mean because I was just trying so hard to like be on tv and like prove myself and I really had to like practice some positive self-talk this year in like the last six months and be like okay i am like i'm good at this and i think i've established myself enough where i don't need to just be like head down shoulders hunched staying out of people's way like yeah yeah, i need to enjoy this people are happy to see it yeah yeah and i want to get to know people like that makes it so much more fun right than just like focusing on killing or you know getting on as many shows as possible and just really like trying to build that 
social time into it. Yeah, um, yeah. That's good. Unrelated to work, what do you feel you need to improve most in your life? It's the life you lead outside of your work that ends up having the biggest impact on the work itself. How does your body feel? How is your mental health? What are your eating habits? What is your sleep schedule like? How is your relationship to your significant other? I feel attacked. This is a lot. <laughs> These are the foundational pillars that are important to consider at the end of each year. I mean, that's a lot of questions in a row. So, I mm -hmm. mean, first off, how does your body feel, everybody? Like shit. Well, I'm yeah. deathly ill. So. <laughs> so that's a bad one. That's a no. um, yeah, I have not been good uh, for for the last, like, four or five months i have not been good since you know probably my breakup like at making sure like i was working out for a while like wasn't really eating that much and stuff and i feel like i really need to get back on that mm. like just being locked in yeah, um i feel I, like i was better at that yeah my only year. resolution this year is like wellness like yeah yeah moving yeah. my body eating nutritious food and trying to do something like you know meditative or something like mm -hmm. that a little tiny thing every day just yes. small that's it i'm only giving myself one thing that's it yeah <laughs> yeah how's your mental health i think mine's improved a lot yeah i meditated yeah. a lot this year that was a big goal and yeah. i actually did stick to that so yeah. that's yeah. A, and, and you that set has, boundaries yes the meditating, it really does help. I swear to God. Like, I feel less anxious this past year than I ever have my entire life. Wow. That's really good. That needs to be a goal of mine this year is the meditation. I've been avoiding it because it freaks me out. But, mm. yeah. It's, it really does help. Yeah. My mental health feels all right. I feel like it probably is better. Um, I saw my psychiatrist the other day, and I was kind of like – venting about a lot of things i need to find a new therapist because my therapist is just not available to me enough mm. but um she was like it was good to talk to somebody who's been seeing me since the beginning of the year yeah. and i took a break in the middle but she was just like she's like you were way worse like even just like a few months ago she's like the meds are really helping she's like you are handling things so much better than oh, you great. were really and i was good. like oh thank god like yeah that's yeah. good because sometimes yeah. it's hard it's like someone seeing you every month while you're losing weight as opposed to someone who sees you every day Absolutely. at yeah. work uh -huh. where they notice a bigger change yeah i think my anxiety has actually gotten worse so that's something oh. i need to work uh. on i think i was really i think i was feel, like even though i was super overworked in the beginning because i was i was very excited about my new business but it didn't feel like crazy um but i was i was doing better to like take care of myself and i think i was like i actually i was just so stoked that i could make my own schedule still and yeah. now i've gotten used to it and i don't appreciate it as as much yeah. so i was really like trying to like do the morning routine and i was like stretching every morning and breathing and all this stuff and all that shit went out the window recently yeah. or you know not so recently um so i that's something i that i actually started the year off really well and i not so great right now so yeah yeah well this is why we're asking ourselves these I questions know, what are helpful. your eating habits i mean uh, <laughs> <laughs> you want to just go wait in the car yeah, I'll, I'll step outside for this one <laughs> i've been good about not eating as much meat <gasps> yeah. i've been good about yeah. that delaney you became vegan i this went year. yeah i became vegan this year yeah. i became vegan um we feel proud of that? i am super happy with it it's one of has it only been a year that you've been it's, vegan? Uh, it's been less than a year i happened in march it feels like it's been forever march yeah so what is it? Five, nine nine months? Nine months? Nine, nine years. years. Yes. <laughs> Feels former, like nine years for Kelsey to be around me as a vegan. former math major. <laughs> Emphasis on former. Yeah. I'll, I'm going to be honest. It is my favorite decision that I've made um, right up there with doing something I love for a living. I would say it's, it's my favorite. I even 
I even am more passionate about it and love it more than being a minimalist. It's very much wow. up there. So you know it means business. So it means a business because you fucking know I love to declutter my <laughs> yeah. shit and keep things nice and tight. So um, yeah, I, that's something I've been yeah really happy about. And my dad went vegan. My stepmom went vegan. Um, one of my close friends just went vegan. So I, I have like more people around me who are doing it now and it feels like, okay, yeah. All right, I think I got some like support, support in place, and all this stuff, and That's yeah, so great. You yeah. know, as a minimalist, I'm actually kind of surprised that you are not more interested in getting a Brazilian sugary. <laughs> oh my god! Because it's just <laughs> it's stop less, pushing. It's less stuff for you to worry about. Oh. Declutter, declutter your nethers. Oh my gosh. That is so Do you funny. get like a discount if you refer people? Or? <laughs> I swear to God, what I is don't. this? I swear to God, I don't. You do get um, your second one free though. Oh, oh that's, that's cool. So so that's funny, kind of dude. As a reward, I just so yeah, funny. I just want you guys to do it so that you can talk about it in the podcast. <laughs> but oh no, I don't God. get any discount. <laughs> that's funny. I do sound oh. like I'm pushing it, yeah. like a Mary oh. Kay consultant. Man, um, um, what is your sleep schedule like? Oh, my sleep is could, could be better. Mine's yeah, pretty solid. I think my mine's consistently solid. I I get enough That's sleep. Good. Yeah, Ugh, mine is always a work in progress, and I need to do other things. I need to like I need to get a sound machine that I can travel with. Yeah, or, I know there's probably an app on my phone too. I could oh, do. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I've been falling asleep to like The Office or something, which I think is still too much stimulation. Yeah, your computer's on. That's not great. Um, and then just like winding down. I need to read before I go to bed, and I don't. I and I know that would help. Oh, I'll tell God. you in my in our segments later. I'll tell you guys a book you should read. Ooh, okay. I don't think I've read it. I don't think I've read anything this year. Like I really, really? don't think. I think I. I think I have stopped reading books. Oh, I Just, love books. You know what I got into? I got into like listening to like audiobook type stuff. Right. Oh, and yeah. I actually got into listening to podcasts this year. Yeah. Which I had never really listened to podcasts. And once yeah. I started working from home, I all day a podcast is going in the background. Um, and so, yeah, I was like, oh, I have not picked up a freaking, you know, old school paperback book. Uh, yeah. At they're all. Great. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're great. They're great. They're like, great. I highly like, recommend. Discover it as a new fad. <laughs> have you just yeah. tried to read it? It's pretty nice. <laughs> pretty good. Um, and the last one is, how's your relationship to your significant other? Good. Yeah. Really good. This, this hot new fiance. Yeah, I got a shop the press. I got fiance. Yeah, we're good, man. I'm excited. I'm really excited. Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah, we're all in great relationships. Yeah, yeah it's lovely. Good, good, good men in our yeah. lives. Um, mm. anything else you did this year that you want to add? Um Ooh. I mean lots I think everybody's got big shit. Yeah. Should we yeah. just go around the table and share? Yeah. I mean Kelsey, you got married this year? I got married. That's got married. massive. <laughs> what a dope ass wedding. Yeah. You did have a dope themed. ass wedding. I just posted some pictures of uh the office decor. If you guys want to check it out on my Instagram, uh it's at Kelsey Cook Comedy. It was so much fun. It was a fucking amazing day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We did it we've talked about it a bunch. I don't need to get into it. But <laughs> yeah. We got married. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what other yeah. big milestones. I feel like I already said them. Yeah, I, yeah. I, you know, I did another late night set, and that comes out next year. I headlined more clubs this year than I did last year, and then I'm already like looking at my calendar for next year, and I feel like it's already more than it was this year, and that's that's so exciting to me because that's still I think like in my heart of hearts as a comic, I do take a lot of pride at like looking at a calendar and being like, oh. I get to go to the city and tell jokes to these people who like want to come out and hear yeah. what I have to say, and that makes me really happy. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, awesome, Taylor. That's good. 
I mean, yeah, filming this special was huge. Um, I guess I did Conan again earlier. Um, yeah, it's mostly it's mostly been the special because I mean I I sent the hour to Netflix in February, and it's gonna come out in february wow. so it's a year yeah. after oh i submitted gosh, so wow, cool. yeah. that it's gonna come out and it's crazy i mean this special has really changed a lot uh over the course of the year um i mean you know obviously in a big way over the summer and i do feel like artistically i grew a lot and i think personally i grew a lot and like the end of last year was when i started going back to therapy in person yeah. so now i've like I did a lot of therapy this year. Yeah, I did yeah. so much. I did individual therapy. When I started going, I was going like twice a week. Um, I saw a psychiatrist. I have a psychiatrist now, which I've never had before. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a couple therapists for a couple months, which, you know, I got a bit out of. <laughs> and, uh, you know, yeah, just like, I think, I think I, I don't, I'm trying to think about where I was this time at the end of last year. And I think at the end of last year, I was really happy, but I was um, not as, like, I didn't know myself as well. Maybe, yeah. Mm. And I wasn't as fully formed as a person. And I do feel like I'm, I feel a little, I feel a lot older this year. That's I good. just feel like kind of tired, but in a good way. It's <laughs> worn out. You know? Yeah. I just feel a little worn out, but kind of like, oh, wow. I like know. I thought I knew what I needed to work on last year. And now I really know Mm. what I need to work on. And I feel like it takes a lot longer to, uh, you know, fix certain things about yourself than you think you're gonna you're gonna need. For sure. You know? For sure. The anxiety stuff and whatever Mm -hmm. else. Like Yeah. You know, it's just There's no fixing it, just managing it. Just managing it. It really is just managing it. And uh I think this next year, I feel the same way as you do, Kelsey, where I'm like, my calendar's very full. Hopefully things are going to change for me um, in significant ways. And like, there's a lot of stress and pressure going into 2020, but um, I'm grateful for it. And I think I'll be able to, you know, do the road in a different way that helps me feel a little less uh, isolated. Yeah, and all over the place and yeah. I think I've learned a lot about just you know we've talked about this so much Kelsey and I but just making your job as comfortable as possible because yeah. you're gonna spend a lot of time working yeah oh yeah so yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. um yeah. I wrote I had to write mine down because um I want oh my, my God, I want I want I want my yeah. only goal next year to be my health I don't I'm done setting career stuff right now because mm. I think I've gone overboard, and so I'm really giving myself the complete opposite goals. Yeah. Um, but I got engaged. I left my day job. Uh, I, hired a, I hired a cartoonist for Dick Spy Delaney. Um, I started a consulting business. I'm about to launch an online course. I got a puppy. We got Maverick. We rescued Aww. him. Uh, self-help was reached over a million downloads uh, yeah. several months back. That yes, was like a did. crazy goal that... Didn't even know that that was a thing that we would be doing at we some didn't, point. We never made yeah. it like a concrete goal. And when it happened, we were like, wow, that's yeah. so cool. Yeah. yeah. And um, I'm really grateful. I feel like therapy really kicked in this year. You yes. know, it's like, oh, I feel yeah, like same. I've been going to therapy through the motions and like I've been liking it, but I really saw significant changes in myself because of it this year. So I'm really grateful for that. Um, and yeah, I think I that was that was pretty much it. I've also been learning to manage my time a lot better. 
the last couple months. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm I'm gonna keep that going. But so yeah, time That's management and health is what I'm focusing on now. The career stuff will take care of itself hopefully, but I'm not gonna put all of my energy into that like I usually do. Yeah. I think it's stupid and unhealthy. So <laughs> Yeah, I think that's I think that's really smart. I feel like I made my health a huge goal, but I probably had career goals too last year. Yeah. But I do feel like my health was a big goal this year and yeah. in some ways I've done a good job, in some ways I haven't. I'm taking a year off of career goals. I'm not setting a I single love one. That. Mm-mm. That's, I think great. that's great. Yeah. All right, and our iTunes review of the episode is from Katie McHugh. Self-Helpless is the podcast I use as a joy-sparkling palate cleanser. Joy-sparking. Oh, Oh, (laughs) joy-sparkling. Sorry, Katie. (laughs) A joy-sparking palate cleanser. I love it. I spent a lot of time reading slash worrying about politics and listening to true crime podcasts, so Self-Helpless is perfect to cut through that anxiety and get back to the present. It feels like having a funny, meaningful conversation with friends about how to make yourself and your life better. Thank you for everything you do, Kelsey Delaney and Taylor. You should all be very proud of yourselves. Aww. Oh, Katie, that's so nice. That is really nice. So nice. Sweet. Thank love, you so much. I love when someone says you should be proud of yourself. I'm like, <laughs> thank you. Bless you. That is so nice. And you know what we did? Like, I think this year we we uh, went past a thousand reviews on iTunes. Mm-hmm. I believe. Oh, yeah, something. we're honestly we're coming up on two thousand. Oh, we wow. just crossed seventeen hundred. So oh, wow. you guys look are the at best. that. That that is really cool. Look and at it's, that. I mean, that's all you guys. That's all you listeners. Thank we love you, you helpsters. So much. If you can leave a review, that helps the show just so much. Leaving a review, telling somebody about it, just yeah. you know, getting at, it out there. At the least, just click the fifth star. <laughs> it's, it's just yeah. one click. Anybody can do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, we got some segments. We sure do. Yeah, we do. I just want to share a book that I, I guess this could be like a good shit or treat yourself. Um, I just finished reading the book Educated by Tara Westover. Um, Wow. What a phenomenal book. Um, I usually read like murder mystery, just (laughs) fiction, fun, like girl on the train type Mm -hmm. of shit. Um, Educated is a nonfiction story. It's it's basically an autobiography um, about a girl who was raised in Idaho um, with a very strict Mormon upbringing um, like without an education. Mm -hmm. So basically not even homeschooled. Like lightly homeschooled but her dad thought that you know organized education and schooling was like the devil type of a thing Mm -hmm. and the government trying to brainwash people and so she grew up uneducated and then uh, you're reading this book and it is so well written and so eloquent and you're like well what the fuck happened to yeah. get to this point and it's the story of how she became like uh, she got her doctorate like she's oh my gosh. brilliant and yeah. it's such a good book and it's just you're reading it and you forget that it's nonfiction because you're like this I'm reading a movie. This is crazy. Like the yeah. things that happened to her, oh, wow. it's just bonkers. So anyway, oh. if you guys are looking for a great book, uh, check out Educated. I really liked yeah. it. Cool. That's been in my Amazon cart for so long. Really? Yeah. You can just borrow it if you'd like. Can I borrow of it? Of course. I would like to borrow it. <laughs> Come over to my go. library. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, oh my good shit. So something very strange and cool happened recently. Um, 
Okay, so I put out a comedy special like a year and a half ago, and I did yeah. it for fun, and it was like my farewell to stand-up comedy. It's free on YouTube if you want to watch it. It's called Love at First Cousin. And, um, you know, talk about like, you know, like not being attached to the outcome of something. I was like, all right, <laughs> just throw it out there. Yeah. Um, so basically, long story short is I was contacted telling me that um, Michael Buble is a fan of my comedy. <laughs> <laughs> because, because he watched my special and i could not believe it um you know just like four time grammy winning artists yeah. like sold millions of records and all these Michael things it's like i got like you know twelve thousand people on youtube have seen this special and one of them is michael buble <laughs> Um, and, uh, yeah, it was basically like, um, one of my mom's really close friends, like a family friend, um, knows him. Um, and yeah, that like he watched my special and we, Cam and I ended up FaceTiming with Michael Buble, um, over the Thanksgiving holiday. And he was just so nice and told me that he really liked my stuff and my writing and all. And just, we had a conversation for like, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes and, I was just like, what a Twilight Zone moment. It's like Jesus. Michael Bublé saying, really, you know, hey, I, you know, really like your, your writing, I'm a fan of your delivery, all that stuff. And I was like, I'm a fan of your delivery, Michael <laughs> Bublé. Like, what is happening right now? This is crazy. Thank so, you for so many Christmas albums. Yeah, I, I was like, Mr. Christmas? Is that you? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh so my that God. was like a very out of, no, such a such a random thing. It was the oh most random I, yeah, I just never thought that would be something. Taylor and I were <laughs> shitting our pants. We really were. Like, what? What I, is your life right now? I I read that text. I mean, I I barely finished every word of the text reading it with my eyes, and I just called you, and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? What? What did you just send to me? Yeah, Explain did. yourself. You called me so fast. It, it, I'm sure you're like, oh, she must be calling about something else because there's no way. And I just was like, I need more information right now. What What do you mean? That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Michael was... Buble is not like, you know, just some guy. No. No. <laughs> Who was big at even one point. Right. Michael Buble. <laughs> Michael Buble. Everybody knows Michael Buble. <laughs> yeah, I really That is do. impressive that everyone knows who Michael Buble everyone is. Everyone knows who Michael Buble is. Yeah. Who doesn't like <laughs> Michael Bublé? I feel oh, like, man. Yeah. Even if you're not into that type of music, you respect Michael Bublé. You do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's so talented. I mean, he's got great... He's got great songs, too. Like, I just haven't met you yet. That was a great one. It's <laughs> classic. Do, classic, you know? that grocery store music video. <laughs> love. Oh, beautiful. We love it. Oh, my God. Feeling good. Yeah, I walked in. Great. I told, I told Cam uh. what was happening. I was like, we might be... We might be like FaceTime chatting with Michael Bublé tonight. And he's like, what? I fucking love Michael Bublé. Yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, yeah. So that was like such a random good shit, you know? There's I mean, never been a better shit than that. If I had to pick one fan of my comedy, my God, Michael Bublé is a freaking solid choice. That is a great choice. <laughs> oh, oh, my I God. Love that. Yeah, you broke my brain. With that news. 
Uh, segment wise, I guess I'll just I'm gonna piggyback off of yours and just do a recommendation. I think oh. that's a nice idea. I don't yeah. know if that's a new segment we're doing, but I'm into oh, it. Oh, I Is like that actually sh- as a new segment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know if we need to make up a name Hot for it. Hot Rex. Hot Rex. <laughs> there we go. It's done. We there did it. it. <laughs> um, do I don't know if you watched this, Kelsey, but season three of Marvelous Mrs. Maisel came out. Did you watch that show? I didn't. I mean, I watched maybe did you the try? first five or six episodes of the first season, <gasps> and I didn't. Couldn't get into it? Couldn't get into it. Wow. Also, I don't like watching Actually, shows about stand-up because I would like an escape. It's like mm. barely about stand-up. I mean, it is, but it's like a period piece. Yeah. So it just feels like... But, but I get like that. Your, you like that sort of era. You know what I, I do. Mean? You don't like like period pieces when it comes to like mm, films sometimes. or TV shows. So I'm real picky and weird about that Did shit. Did you watch Mad Men? No. Re- okay. That makes sense. Okay, so if that's not your thing, um, I fucking love it i think it's so awesome yeah i think it's so good somebody described it i think on twitter i forget who did it It was a comedian or something said um that it's like a musical with no music and it's exactly what that show is like the just everything is so perfect and immaculate and like most of the people who are cast in it are like theater actors Mm. and it's just so much of what i like like it is stand-up but it's not entirely like i thought the second season was like very little was about stand-up honestly at the end of the day um and it just feels like it feels like a stand-up fairy tale yeah that's a really good way to describe it yeah i I saw the first how many seasons are out three you said this is the third one just came out i've seen first on amazon so i just haven't watched the third yet yeah it's like that's a really good way to describe that yeah yeah it's just beautiful to watch i will say when i was right smack in the middle of my uh breakup i had to go to ireland for work and i was there for like a week and i was in so much emotional pain and i rewatched the show and it was like the only thing that made me feel okay because mm. it was such a nice like distra- distraction it's like just so colorful and light <laughs> yeah like it's one of those shows like if you are thinking about death too much <laughs> watch this show because you would just there's nothing about death in it at all you know how when like a tv show is like emanated Nominated, emanated for a nom, nominated, <laughs> Did I say it wrong for a second time? Yeah. Emanated for a nami. <laughs> you guys, I'm it's so nominated sick. for an Emmy. Nominated for an Emmy. <laughs> wow, that was great. And you know how like the billboards have like quotes from like big people in Hollywood about like this is a must see. Yeah, blah, blah. I just want to be like, if you're thinking about death too much. <laughs> A great this show is the for show you. for you, Taylor, <laughs> Taylor Tomlinson. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's. I mean, that's how I feel. There's so few shows that are just like comforting and distracting and make you feel very present. And that's how I feel about this show. That's great. Yeah, I'm so glad that I'm so glad you found that for yourself. I love it. It's yeah. so good. Oh man, I feel like I should do a hot wreck really quick. My yeah. favorite documentary this year was Game Changers on Netflix. So good. If you have not seen it, it's fantastic. It's about sexual performance and athletic performance and there's some history and it's funny and there's some biology highly recommend great job great job game changers yeah love yeah i think my as we've just heard from emanated i'm done i'm done kelsey's very sick Um, very ill you guys are the best we all love you love you teatomcomedy.com for tour dates i'm all over the place Tay and I are on the road a lot in January, especially uh, KelseyCook.com for my tour dates, and we're gonna be doing shows together with Delaney. Yeah, I don't know San what Francisco, I'm do. <laughs> San Francisco sketch 
am I about to say Sketch more fest. W- words wrong? San Francisco Sketchfest on January 25th. That's a Saturday. Uh, go to our website, get tickets. We we know we got a lot of helpsters in the Bay Area. Yeah. Super excited to see you guys. So come out to our first uh, tour date of 2020, baby. Yeah. Also, let me know what I should do at that show, guys, if you have any ideas for me. <laughs> yeah. Let us know. Do I, you want... I don't do stand-up anymore. So I was thinking about doing like, I don't know, like, like a, a TED, TED talk? talk of some kind about leaving my job. But I, I really don't know what to do. I might just not perform and then I'll just do the live show with you guys. No, you was, need to do What something. am I supposed to you do? Oh, I don't know if I can me. do stand-up on it because i'm performing some in the same area oh yeah yeah so i might oh. only be able to do, well, maybe just do like a live podcast live yeah. podcast would be great yeah. not a good music- hey seriously write in your your uh, <laughs> your ideas because i have none <laughs> that'd be great thank you yeah. i i thought about like just writing some new jokes for it but i'm like that does not that's not who i that's am anymore you. it doesn't make send, sense yeah send requests of what you'd like to see a live show about yeah. Oh, yeah. Of coming. yeah that'd be that. great and yeah uh, i don't know uh, follow me on instagram at delaney fisher if you'd like to know as soon as my thriving artist course comes out it's so close to being finished i'm very excited my test group was amazing they're getting great results and i love them so much so yeah awesome cool all right guys thank you so much thanks for being part of self-helpless for another year yeah. yes hope you guys had a great year and uh we will talk to you next week yeah bye bye, bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to Self Helpless. We love you guys so much. There are a few different ways you can support our show. You can leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. It really helps us move up the charts. You can also tell a friend about the show, post it on social media, and you can join our Patreon. It's where you can get bonus episodes from us and lots of really fun content and ways to interact with the show. That's at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. And if you go to selfhelplesspodcast.com, that's where you can get links to all of our individual stuff. Delaney, where can people find you? You can find me at DelaneyFisher.com. You can find uh, the online courses there, one-on-one creative consulting, watch my comedy special, and find Dicks by Delaney there. Perfect. Tay, where can people find you? You can find me on ttomcomedy.com for tour dates and links to everything else social media-wise. I am at Taylor Tomlinson on Twitter and Instagram. Perfect. You guys can find me at KelseyCook.com for all my tour dates. My Instagram is at KelseyCookComedy. Twitter is at KelseyCook. Uh, please be sure to watch my foosball web series on YouTube called Wrist of Fury. I've had Delaney and Taylor on together. It was such a fun episode. And you can download and buy my album, Savor It, on iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you find comedy albums. We also want to give a shout out to our amazing producer, Lauren Mahoney, and our amazing editor, Emma Erdbrink. We love you guys, and we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.